0: everybody, and uh, Hi. glad to have you for Connectivity. Uh, my name is Matt West, and I am hosting today for the first time ever. And joining me is Adam Abunasser. I completed the Alolan Pokedex today, like a fucking boss. So <laughs> proud of you. Uh, Brian Rose. What's up, everybody? I'm here. And Kelton Rice, who is a newcomer.
1: Hello, everybody. I am very happy to be here. Yeah,
0: so, Kelton, you're, like, brand new to the site, so uh, why don't you, like, introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us who you are, your deepest, darkest secrets, um, <laughs> how you feel, yeah, uh, awesome. and and how you feel about Metroid Other M.
1: Ooh, boy, uh, that's a, man, that's a heck of a way to start. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, okay, so, Metroid Other M is a fine game if... You didn't have to hold the Wii Remote sideways, and you could play with a normal... With the control. <laughs> All right, we, we don't have to talk about Metroid Other M, that's like a 2010 Thank you, game. okay, please, yeah. Super Metroid, please. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, yeah. Uh... Yes, for real, though, Uh yeah, no, my name's Kelton Rice, um, I'm super excited to be here. Um I listen to about a minimum of about 10 podcasts a week, so it's really cool to actually be on one now, especially one covering Nintendo, because I'm writing for here now, so... Um, but yeah, no. My favorite game of all time, flip flops between The Last of Us and The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Uh, yeah. And my favorite Nintendo franchises are like Zelda, Earthbound, Metroid, and Star Fox.
2: So wait, so you listen to ten podcasts a week, and you just found out about us?
1: I know it's really sad, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it's really weird because this is the second podcast that I'd ever heard of. <laughs> really <laughs> I found out about podcasts, and then I found out about connectivity, and I
1: was like, oh, oh my sweet, God. new life goal. <laughs> now it's like, what, oh like gosh. 20 years later here I am? I make the rounds, man. I make the rounds. I, I, man, if I normally, like, mine go from, like, a Bachelor fan podcast to a Dungeons and Dragons one to here to, like, everywhere. So <laughs> it's a ton of different stuff. Oh, you're a big Bachelor fan? We might have to start a Bachelor. Here's the deal. <laughs> <of> podcast. <laughs> I actually hate the Bachelor. <laughs> Oh, I literally goodness. just listened to it for the satire. It's Oh my gosh, it's all about the sarcasm, man. <laughs> uh, for
0: uh, listeners' sake, if you hear a child yelling in the background, that is my oldest son. Um, that is me yelling at Zelda. <laughs> I love him very much, but if you hear a noise, that's who that is. Um, so, this is either episode 217 or 218. I'm not sure we ever decided on that. Uh, but this is our year in review episode. Uh, lots of stuff happened in 2016, not all of it great, uh, but in the world of Nintendo, um, we had some major moves. Um, depending on how you feel about Nintendo's uh, game releases, uh, you know, it's either going to be a good year or a bad year, but uh, a lot of major developments. As far Nintendo as game releases
3: go, it wasn't, like, giant, but in terms of, like, news and stuff they did outside of their core gaming uh, realm or whatever that's pretty big yeah Yeah.
0: Uh, and i want to talk about um a lot of those things so let's talk mobile first uh nintendo said i think they told us last year that they were planning to release mobile games and that's when they announced you know nx and stuff to to reassure fans hey we're not just moving into mobile we're we're still creating dedicated uh, home consoles. Um, but yeah, mobile was realized this year for Nintendo. Um, so the first thing that we got, uh, along with the new Nintendo account system, was Miitomo, uh, which is kind of more of a social app than a game, I would say. Um, what, Kelton, what was your experience with Miitomo? Did you download it?
1: Uh yeah, I downloaded it and I got onto it um and it was one of the first times that I was like, Oh, this is a really kinda like cool, different version of social media Um, but that feeling kind of only lasted for maybe a week. Um mm-hmm. and then I kinda just forgot about it. I would get like Meetoma updates and stuff, but my biggest like pet peeve with like apps is if they keep giving me notifications of things that I'm kind of already aware that are happening. I'm I'm more interested in like oh somebody sent you like a friend thing somebody did this. Maybe it was just I don't have a lot of friends on me, on Meetsomo, well. but like yeah I I thought it I thought its charm was good. I just thought it kind of was a little thin as far as like content and what you can do with it. Sure.
3: That was kind of my um, exact feeling yeah, with I, it too. Just I I mean yeah it was cool to play with for about a Week and then I completely lost interest. Yeah, I think, exactly.
0: I think what we're describing here is 99% of the population's experience with me, Tomo. It was weird because they dropped it, and uh, it was like all over social media for like a week, maybe two weeks. Um, and then it, no, you know, nothing, nothing uh, yeah. just disappeared, fell off the face of the earth. Uh, every now and then somebody would mention it jokingly. Uh, but I—I I mean, after that first couple of weeks, I don't think I've logged into it. I don't even think it's on my phone still. I think I deleted it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of one of those social fads of the year that just kind of hit hard when it was here, and then it just kind of phased out as soon as, as soon as like everybody moved on to something else. Always something bigger and better. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, and I deleted it two phones ago. <laughs> <Well>, I happened <laughs> to be with everyone. You've had three just... phones this year. Goodness gracious. Well, it's a long story, and they weren't <laughs> all upgrades. Some of them were. Did
3: uh, you, like, you lose it in the wash or something? That's what happened to my last phone. No, I used to be a high rolling cell phone salesman,
2: so I had two phones, and then I became a really poor college student, so I had to cancel one of my phones, and then I upgraded one of my phones. Oh. All this year, so, like, huh? It was a big year for Adam, that's right. Goodness um, gracious. <laughs> What was Mitomo? So I, I loved Mitomo. I thought it was a lot of fun. But my main problems were that all the people that I, like, loved and cherished their friendships, like, that I know in real life, all stopped using it after like two days. They're like, it's giant and it's stupid. And like, your friends, like Parker's voice is creepy. And I was like, oh, okay. So they all deleted it. And then I was just left with like, the people that I follow on Twitter. Yeah, like me. Saying the same things that, they say on Twitter, and I was like, "Why am I opening this separate shittier Twitter just to see what these people
1: already say on Twitter?" So I just was like, "All right, whatever." True. I, the one thing I didn't think it, I did think it succeeded in was it was able to hit some of those cool Nintendo notes where it kind of is like, this is gonna be different because we're gonna ask you weird questions. Like there was like that survey feature which I thought was cool. Because like most of the time, you know, sometimes like Amazon or like like, if you shop on Amazon a lot like I do, or like Twitter or something, they'll have those polls that you can compete in. And I I thought it was cool that this was like a more fleshed out version of we're gonna ask you a question and how are you going to respond to it. Like that was kind of unique in a way that I think only Nintendo does, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, like it's cool, but at one point you're like Donald. Like I don't need to know this about you. I don't even know how to say your last name.
1: <laughs> 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 that's very, very. That's very fair.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: let's evaluate me, Tomo. Um, was that a good first move
3: for Nintendo on mobile? I, th- I think so because it's it's a game. That you download, and you try for a while, then you lose interest, in and you think about, like, well, what's Nintendo going to do next? I mean, this was, like, a first good game to put out there, because at least it brings attention to Nintendo and all that. But, um, I mean, it's not something you play in the long run, but I think it's a good first attempt to put something out on mobile and, and see exactly how the climate is, I, I guess, for Nintendo games on, um, the... Uh, uh, App Store or Android devices or any device, and for from what I remember, it did really well. I mean, not as good as the other two games that we're going to talk about, but still pretty yeah. pretty good.
0: I agree. Yeah, sure. you... I just go ahead, Adam.
3: What it should
2: have been is it should have been uh, just a big update to Miiverse. Mm. and it, it it should have been your Nintendo account friends list, which. As far as I know, none of your Miitomo friends transfer over to Super Mario Run. I know they don't transfer over to Wii U or 3DS, which is stupid. It should just be your friends list, and you can go there and post stupid Meverse things at each other, and every once in a while it asks you, like, what's your favorite food that you've eaten this week? <laughs> like, that yeah. would be a lot more useful to me, yeah. and draw people into Nintendo hardware, like, oh, I already have all these friends on Switch, you know, I should just get a Switch.
1: I think that's what Nintendo's, like, working towards in the future, because I feel like this had to be, like, the first logical step to kind of, like, with that whole, like, Nintendo account thing that they created this year, I feel like that was kind of the start of them saying, okay, cool, we're going to start heading towards the Unified account since we kind of dropped the ball on that with the last couple of consoles.
2: Yeah, but Um, it's a decade too late for baby steps.
1: That's... Yeah, it's very fair. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Nintendo. Nintendo really has a lot of playing catch up to do, and it's really sad that they have to do that in 2016, considering the fact that like all of us have built ecosystems around these different consoles and around these different services. So yeah, they have a lot of ground to cover. But yeah, no, I'm only hoping that it, it gets easier from here for them. Yeah. Um, so I agree with everything you guys just said, uh,
0: especially Adam when you said. It's kind of too late for Nintendo with Baby Steps. Um, yeah, I, I felt like that's what Mitomo was. And it's like, this is your first mobile app. Um, this is what everybody's going to kind of look at initially to see, okay, what can we expect from Nintendo when it comes to mobile? And Mitomo is what they chose to lead with. Um, it wasn't really a game necessarily. It was like a social media app. Uh, and even when it was announced, people were like, "What, really? That's your first thing?" Uh, I just feel like uh, beforehand we looked at it and we we're like, "What is that?" And then afterward, when it was you know a week long thing, and then everybody quit and you know hasn't even opened it back up. I just feel like that's really weak of them. Uh, yeah. I th- I think it's absolutely possible that they could have had a Mario run available as their first app.
1: I think uh, that's, they was, chose so me so, I think, no, that's yeah, I was gonna say, I think that's what was most surprising to me is that they didn't lead off with Mario, because like that's their most well-known like mascot. At least in my opinion, that's the most well-known mascot. And so the fact that they started with like Mees of all things, I was like, I get the we sold a ton, like more so than most consoles, but I thought it was very strange of them to start with the Mees as their first. Like here we are on mobile. Like here's what we're doing, and it's like no, it was, that's not as recognizable as Mario.
2: No, Nintendo is is ruined in the head right now because in the modern era, from their sales data, the me is the best selling character. You know, like mm-hmm. we yeah. sports, we play yeah, all those sense. games where you are the me. They did so much better than traditional games. So Nintendo thinks that they're iconic, but I, I like I hate to break it to you, Nintendo, but I'm literally the shittiest character you've ever created. Like just <laughs> give me Mario or Link or. Yeah.
0: Literally, anyone but me, I suck. I don't exactly. want to be me in a video game. I <laughs> feel No, I think, but I think you're onto something there, and that's that, um, in the Wii era and in the DS era, Nintendo experienced its, its biggest successes, and a lot of that, uh, was related to the Miis. You know, that's the era that they were created in, uh, titles like Wii Fit, Wii Sports, even crappy stuff like Wii Play, uh, sold yeah, a play Wii- uh, great. Uh, sold a ton, and uh, I don't know, I think that you're right, I think that that did kind of mess them up in the head a little bit, and they think that these Miis are more classic and iconic than they actually are. I think gamers, for the most part, are kind of sick of the Miis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sick of them. Yeah. Like, I like my me. I like transferring it from system to system, but I never want to make another me again. No, I don't, I don't want to play another game that stars the Miis as characters again.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't even even want to in Smash Brothers again. (laughs) That too, especially. I think the biggest thing was the fact that like the only reason that all that sales data for the Wii stuff was high, a lot of it was packed with like accessories. And since the Wii was hard to find for like the first year, the only reason I bought Wii Play is because it came with a Wii remote. (laughs) Like that was the only reason I even owned that game. But like because it came with a Wii remote and they were hard to find, I was like, yeah, I'll pay fifty bucks and get a free game. Yeah, no, that's an exact reason I got it too. Yeah. Um. But yeah.
0: Okay. Let's stop talking about Mito. That's enough with Mito. Who cares? Uh, let's Agreed. go to their second. And it technically wasn't really Nintendo releasing this game. No. Um. It was uh, the Pokemon Company and Niantic. Uh. But this. Um. You know, a lot of people took it as Nintendo, and that kind of messed up things with investors and their stock and things like that for a few days. But Pokemon Go uh major phenomenon took off in a huge way um and i think it it helped nintendo later with in terms of 3ds sales and sales of pokemon sun and moon but let's just talk about it on its own merit uh brian yes what was your experience with pokemon go
3: well i i knew it was going to be big because you know it's pokemon it's it's kind of a game and you, you know it's some people are going to be interested in because it's it's Pokemon. I, I mean, it's still really popular even to this day. But I wasn't expecting like this mainstream cultural thing that took off for a few months. Like everybody was playing it. Like people that I, I that I knew that weren't even into video games were, were playing it. It was kind of crazy t- to be honest. Um, I, I mean, I played it and I thought it was pretty good. I mean, as far as the game goes, it's it's fine, but I mean, it's, it still has the Pokemon luster. It's, it's still very much, the goal is to catch Pokemon, and, you know, I had fun with it, um, and I still play it every now and then. I mean, I, have I've played it far more than any other mobile game I've, I've ever played. But, um, yeah. and, uh, the thing about this year with, with Pokemon Go is just that it was, for a while, it was one of the most popular games out there, and, you know, to this day, it's, it's still really popular. I mean, it's not like a mainstream cultural thing that was in uh, in the summer, but it's, it's still immensely popular.
0: I think it's still performing in the top ten on the App Store. I think it's, like, in the yeah. top
3: five, actually.
1: I saw it yeah. in the other day on the App Store for top grossing or whatever.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like a phenomenon like it was over the summer, but, I mean, it's still doing really, really well for Pokemon Company.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I was really, really surprised when it came out as far as, like, its height, like, of uh, popularity. Like, I, I think it probably had a couple advantages. A, everybody's feeling nostalgic because this is the 20th anniversary of Pokémon. B, mm-hmm. it released in the summer where everybody's trying to, like, sig- you know, get Fitbits and, like, get fit and healthy, you know, before the winter comes and everything. Sure. And I, th- I think just all these factors just factored in to make it, like, everybody was like, oh, cool, I get to play this little game on my phone, it's free. I can go around and like use a kind of a cool, unique AR experience, which kind of hasn't really been done to this extent in on an iPhone, at least not to this big extent like it was. So I think part of it was definitely like just the increased popularity and nostalgia of Pokemon, but also just this unique experience that we really haven't seen on mobile before. We've we've seen versions of it, but nothing with like characters you love.
0: Yeah. So this year, it's weird. Um, this year proved to me. And the past four years proved to me as well that Pokemon is Nintendo's most important IP. I know it's yes. not 100% theirs. I, I think it's like a third of theirs or something like that. But it's it's enough of theirs to where it's exclusive to Nintendo platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, guys. Like, Zelda did not sell Wii use Mario did not sell Wii use Smash Brothers did not sell. I mean, it, it sold some, but not as significant. It didn't move the needle enough to matter. Well, they sold 12
2: million. Uh, Wii oh my gosh! Dudes, dude. Oh my gosh! That's like, <laughs> that's like a true. lot. Sure. Uh, that's more you know, I than Anything I've ever used, sold. I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, it's
0: more things than I've ever sold. But I mean, yeah, by I mean, Nintendo to be standards, fair. Like, we
2: do get about 12 million downloads on this
0: podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but no, I it's Pokemon sells hardware though. Um that's... I think? I just think that this year proved that Pokemon is the only video game series that has caused a social phenomenon more than once. Pokemon was a social phenomenon in 1998 when it launched, and it was a social phenomenon again 18 years later this year.
2: Yeah. Oh, like, and that's just an... randomly
0: it... throughout Every, like in
2: Japan especially. Like there was one year one of the Pokemon movies. It was like the eighth one or something was, like, the third highest grossing animated film in Japan that year. Like, just out of nowhere, like, after a couple of years, it was like, oh, everyone went to go see the new Pokemon movie. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, as far as, like, worldwide global social phenomenon, uh, it was like that when I was a kid when it first came out, and then this year, again, um, you know, Sun and Moon are selling like crazy, Pokemon Go... Uh, was insane. I, I mean, there were people. I went to the mall the day after it launched, and there were people like cosplaying and ash walking around. Uh, everyone was talking about it. Uh, people were standing all over the place. People were like walking out in front of cars because they weren't paying attention. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. And I of course, was, you remember the,
3: the videos of people like stampeding because somebody saw a Snorlax or a dragon Dragonhead somewhere. Yeah. The yeah. Those kind was, of videos were insane. popping up during the summer. Good. It
2: just, Crazy. Oh, and there was the story that someone saw a Gyarados near Central Park and everyone was running past, and then Justin Bieber got out of his car and joined oh, yeah. the crowd running to go against <laughs> the Gyarados. Oh
1: my god. Him. Okay. Okay, yeah, the biggest thing that freaks me out about Pokemon Go is like so like I think it was when I was a kid, like my mom would not let me play Pokemon. She was cool with Mario and Zelda. But she thought Pokemon, because it was an anime, was like this bad, I don't know, you know, bad thing, or super religious. So she's like, mm. Oh no, no Pokemon, not cool. Like, and this year, she was on her anniversary dinner, playing it on the way home, freaking out at my dad saying, Oh, I got a Squirtle. And I was like, <laughs> Mom, like, how did, like, how did you deprive me of childhood? And then you get to live this cool little fantasy while, while you're out to dinner with dad. I was like, What's up with that?
0: Mm-hmm. No, but that's really cool. That is, uh, I love Extremely. stories yeah. like that. Yeah. See, I I had, Pokemon Go did that this year, though. Like, there were people, yeah. that, like, my, my mom has it on her phone. Uh, and my mom doesn't play video games. She plays, like, Candy Crush. She played Wii Fit for, like, two days. Uh, and, but she's got Pokemon Go on her phone. So, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool to see, um, when games get people, uh, that don't play games to play. Uh, that's really cool. Unfortunately, it can also create situations where Nintendo thinks that me's are classic iconic characters, but, uh, still, it's still really cool to see in person. I, I, I knew all along that
2: Pokemon Go was gonna be huge, because I've said it a million times, and I'm sure that you guys don't give a fuck anymore, but I played Ingress, I was a beta tester, uh, and people are talking a lot about the nostalgia of... Hang on, Adam, what's Ingress? What? Oh my gosh. No, 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 I know, but tell people for oh, other people what Ingress is. Okay, so Ingress is Pokemon Go Without Pokemon. It's Niantic Labs' first game and their second app. Um, it's pretty much capture the flag on top of Google Maps. So it's, it's like the gym structure, kind of, but there's only two teams and there are no Pokestops. All those locations are portals, which are the flags. And you get items from the portals, and you attack them on the actual map and where you're standing based on it. Like, if you're really close to it, then you'll do, like, a little bit of damage to all eight of the shields around it. But if you stand on a specific shield, you'll do more damage to that shield and less to the ones on the other side. So there's a bit more that goes into the combat um,
0: physically, but less, like, mentally uh but I put the shit out of that game. Like like So is Pokemon like, Go just like Ingress with Pokemon Skin on it then kind of?
2: Kind of. It's it's close enough to be like the same game, but there are quite a few differences. Okay. Um But this isn't just the twentieth anniversary of Pokemon. It's also the fifth anniversary of Ingress. And I had a lot of good times playing Ingress. I got in the beta right away. Um, and I invited all my friends that worked with me at Radio Shack at the time. And since then, we've all kind of drifted away, and Radio Shack has clo- closed, like, five times. Like, I need to stop getting jobs at Radio Shack because they keep closing. <laughs> um, but this was just nice. Like, I went out and played Pokemon Go with people that I played Ingress with back in the day, you know? Um, I ran into this guy that... I- I actually met him through Street Pass, and then talked and to, told him about Ingress, and then he became like the king of like my team in Omaha, where where I live. Um, <laughs> and then I ran into him like all these years later, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, my house is a Pokemon gym." I was like, "Oh my god!" So this was like a high school reunion almost for you. Then kind of, only I'm old, um, <laughs> so I didn't go to high school with any of these people. But it was it was really cool. And right when I stayed up really late to watch the announcement, and a lot of people on the site were like, oh, what what the hell is Pokemon announcing in the middle of the night? Like, they had no idea. And I was watching the video, and it just said, like, the Pokemon company. And then came up Niantic, and I was like, holy shit, is this Pokemon Ingress? And I knew at that moment that, like, my life was going to be consumed. And luckily, this summer, I was, you know, in between semesters, and I went to New York to, to stay for the summer, and I got to play Pokemon Go like the whole time, um, and it, it was it was it was really magical. But I'm just curious, how many of you guys have caught all the Pokemon?
3: I'm not even close. <laughs> no, I think
1: I got like half, and then I um, I, I quit playing.
3: So, I would say oh, I have about half.
1: No, I think I'm like maybe thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have all of
2: them available in North America, so. Wow. You no, know, not, not not meaning to brag, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> you do Be proud. <laughs> yeah, you you get all the points for that. A lot of work. And right when Pokemon Go came out, that month, I lost 10 pounds. But then, nice. like, the next month, like, school started and I gained 10 pounds. But, like, I. Um, but yeah, I love Pokemon Go. I'm. I really haven't played it at all since the, since I caught all the Pokemon and then like a little later caught Ditto and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad I got to play for a couple of hours before it got boring again. Mm-hmm. But now my items are full and they don't give me any, like, experience or anything if my items are full. My Pokemon box is full. So there's, there's no point to me playing, um, until new Pokemon come out. And the new Pokemon that came out, you can only get them through eggs, and they're the babies. And just walking with it on is a battery killer. And I have all eggs from before that new Pokemon came out. So I have yeah. to hatch all of those eggs before I can get eggs that might have one of the new
0: Pokemon. So I'm really not interested in that. Yeah, that's not worth it. That's not worth yeah, it. That's that's not Okay, so probably enough about Pokemon Go. It was a huge thing, a uh, big deal for uh, Pokemon Company, and kind of a big deal later for Nintendo in terms of sales of the new games. Uh, but let's go on to the final uh, mobile title that they announced, or that they released this year. they announced some, but they're not out yet. Uh, and that's Super Mario Run. That came out a couple weeks ago.
3: Um, how have, Has anybody played it? Do you guys have it? I played it, and I gotta say, I wasn't that into it. I mean, there's just something about playing Mario like that with a ch- with a touchscreen screen, um, just doesn't work for me. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's not terrible or anything, but just like, it doesn't, it doesn't grab me like other Mario games do. It's, sure. it's perfectly fine, but also kind of, and, you know, it's also the super new Super Mario's kind of layout, and I think by now that's played out and kind of bland. I think mm-hmm. that added to me not getting into it. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine, but nothing, like, special. Yeah.
2: So I, over the summer, I, you know, became a college student, and I wasn't a phone salesman anymore, so I got rid of my iPhone, and I just had a rooted Android. And then Pokemon Go came out with an update that said, if you have rooted your Android, you cannot play Pokemon Go. And I wasn't cheating or anything. It's just how I use my phone. So I was like, crap, I have to get a new phone. So I went and I upgraded my Android. And then they give you like 14 days to return it or something. And it was like maybe 20 days later, Nintendo shows up at the Apple event and is like, hey, Adam, you should have bought the new iPhone. (laughs) Here's Super Mario. I'm like, no. Adam, I have good news for you. I know. Did you read the article that I wrote last night? Oh, did did you write that? Okay, I did. Yeah, um, but awesome. yeah. Super Mario Run is up for pre-registration on Google Play. Um, yeah. But last night, my brother came over, and I he lives in New York. I live in Omaha, so I don't get to see him often. Uh, but he just got the new iPhone for Christmas, and he got Super Mario Run, and he was really excited to show me. And we we're playing it together and stuff. And we just went back and forth passing it playing just the first three levels. So each level has three tiers of difficulty. There's try and find all the pink coins, try and find all like the blue coins, and then find all the black coins. And he's trying to do all of those difficulties on the first three levels before he buys the rest of the game. And we had a blast, just passing it back and forth. And I think that's I think it's it's a competition thing, as we were comparing our, our coin scores and nintendo focuses so heavily on the competition aspect of things that i think a lot of people who didn't have anyone that they cared to compete against didn't find the game that great
0: Mm. i um i tried i downloaded the free one uh the first three levels or whatever so i downloaded the game but i only played the first three levels and then like 20 seconds of the fourth level which is really weird I'm not really sure why they gave you 20 seconds of that level. Um, that strange. That's strange. I, I, I felt the same way that Brian did, um, in that I, I don't like Mario's touch controls. It, it feels bad to me um, that I can't control Mario in terms of how fast he's running. Uh, I can't control what direction he's going. Uh, I don't know. It's probably because I... Have played Mario for so long, and I'm sure this isn't as big of an issue for people who don't have as much of a history with Mario as I do, so basically Nintendo's audience that they're shooting for with this game, um, because I, I don't think that Super Mario Run was made for me. I don't think it was made for people like me. I think it was made uh, for people who maybe used to like Mario, like the older 2D Marios, like when they were kids or something, or maybe they're younger players that are used to playing games on their phones. Um, I think that's the audience that they're shooting for with this uh, not people like me um, and that's fine they don't everything that they make doesn't have to be for me uh, that's okay um but yeah I did personally I just can't get into mario run like I the, the demo told me enough that I needed to know um not to download
3: it so that's why I should have done because I, I ended up spending ten dollars because I'm like oh wow mario game on iphone i mean this can't go wrong and then Kind of did.
0: Yeah, I think honestly it's probably my least favorite
1: of the three things they released on mobile this year. I'm kind of in the opposite boat to some extent. Um, I, uh, (laughs) yeah, I had a little diversity. I, uh, yeah, no, I was actually not down on Mario, but for like the last few years, probably since maybe just a little bit before 3D Land, I'm just a little tired of the formula because I just that art style, as you guys mentioned earlier, I think that's just kind of getting worn out. And yeah. I think it's a little ran into the ground. Like, I really want to see them do something a little bit different. Um, but, like, yeah, no, I uh, I didn't really have a whole lot of hope going into it. Um, but when I downloaded it, I, uh, I tried to do that thing where, like, as you were saying earlier, I think it was Adam, um, about the coins, trying to, like, finish all of them first like to get the difficult tiers and then purchase it i i kind of gave in and bought it before that though because i realized i was going to be playing it and i've actually really enjoyed it um and at first i wasn't quite sold on those like well it doesn't make much sense if it's a mario game you can't go back and collect the coins because the whole point of a mario game for me is to collect everything um and so it was really weird to not have that but then as you know you kind of play it more you kind of understand their strategies with the bubbles and being able to go back instead of like constantly dying and having to restart the whole level. There was a few just things that I thought were kind of neat and think they could probably use to implement into later editions of Mario. That being said, I do think I missed the, some of the real control of Mario, but I do think that the momentum and parkour elements were kind of cool that they added.
0: The parkour thing tripped me up.
1: Like I,
0: I'm still, yeah. like I, I played that demo several times. I'm still not okay with running into a Goomba. It's weird, it's, yeah, I, I every, can relapse cool understand no, that. Yeah, every fiber of my being, like, revolts <laughs> against that, like, I, I can't
3: not jump. That's true, <laughs> I mean, That that is one of the mechanics in the game, it's like you don't actually, like, have to, like, run into a Goomba or a Koopa Troopa and you get hurt, no, I mean, it's like you jump over them, it's kind of like this weird thing, like, yeah. I've been trained for years to stomp and kill all these enemies, and now I'm I'm not supposed to. I mean that. That's weird. No, you are supposed
2: to kill them because you get extra
3: points. Oh yeah, you're supposed um, to kill them, but, but it's, like, not it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's not right, absolutely but required.
0: But they're there's like, other. There's other things you can that. do with it. Yeah. There's other things you can do with it though. Like if if you like parkour off them and, and then you like jump like right afterwards or something. I think you get like a boost to your jump and you can reach places that that you couldn't reach before. Is that right? Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. some of the only ways to get some of the coins, I think, are if you, like, jump off of them in order to get to the higher element or something above it. Um I think that's, like, the only way to get to some of the secret coins. Um I think, to be honest, though, I think the only reason they probably did that, though, is because on mobile, it would be really frustrating if you were constantly putting that many enemies in front. I think it was just, like, a weird game decision, like, way, or a weird game design thing that they did, but I don't know. I, I think it just makes more sense for mobile. If they do it in other games, I don't think I'm going to love it very much, but... For mobile, I think it's okay for just the casual audience.
2: Well, what a lot of people, I don't think, see coming is that traditional 2D Mario is, like, finished. Yeah. Super Super Mario Maker was definitely, like, the, the capstone, you know? Cause, I mean, who's going to pay $50, $60 for new Super Mario Bros Wii U Switch X
0: when you don't even want to pay $10 for Mario Run?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: Yeah, I don't know what. Super Mario Maker is unlimited 2D Mario, so any 2D Mario game we get from now on is going to be very different, different enough to where you can't emulate it in Super Mario Maker.
1: Yeah, Um... I'm very curious how they're going to go with that forward. I feel like the only way I could see them making another one at this point, instead of like maybe doing like expansions or whatever to Super Mario Maker, is if they just like change up the art style and go a whole different direction. But even then, I don't know if they're going to do that, because they seem like they're make- they feel like they're making bank off this one, but I don't know.
0: No, hang, hang on, there's a lot of stuff you can't emulate in Super Mario Maker, like slopes.
2: Oh yeah. my gosh. Alright, so we're going to yeah, get no, Super Mario Brothers slopes, so yeah. it's going to be the, the <laughs> NX launch title. The yeah, you, know, you can't do that in Mario Maker. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll add that. Like, you know what I mean.
3: I thought they yeah. would add that eventually, but they never did.
0: Yeah, that's something, if we get, so there, there's a rumor, I, no, I don't want to get into this, this is year in review, I don't want to get into speculation about 2017 yet. Um, yet. Okay, uh. That's for next year, for next <laughs> December. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll talk about how there still aren't slopes in Super Mario Maker next year. The best thing um, of 2017. Yeah, and we'll, t- we'll <laughs> talk about Super Mario slopes, uh, but, uh. So so that's it for mobile. Uh, Nintendo's got some games they've announced, like Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem, but we're not getting those this year, so that'll be another topic for next December. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, we were going to talk about um, Nintendo's jump into other forms of entertainment, like with theme parks and animation, but I think we can skip that just because we don't really have too many details other than Super Nintendo World is a thing that's coming to Universal Studios. Um, sometime in the future. Uh, yeah. which, which cool. means I have to delay
2: my wedding until it opens here so that I can get someone to take me there for my bachelor party. Yeah, I think you're gonna be waiting and <laughs> I think you're gonna be waiting a couple of years. Just, yeah. have a <laughs> just have the wedding then. And just have the bachelor party like many years from now.
1: Yeah. Just go back and redo it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do yeah, uh, Renew your belt. Yeah,
3: engagement. Your <laughs> yeah.
0: Just do just do that. Um, so anyway, we don't need to talk about that. There's just not enough to talk about there. Uh, so, back in April, uh, Nintendo had an announcement that they felt they needed to share with us, and it was in regards to The Legend of Zelda for Wii U. And, like most people predicted, um, they said, hey, Zelda Wii U isn't just a Wii U game anymore. It's coming to NX. Um... And also, just like many people predicted, they said, it's also not coming out in 2016. Uh, and then, unlike what anybody ever could have possibly predicted, they said, it's also going to be the only game we're showing at E3, and we're going to be showing the Wii U version, because we're not going to show the NX at E3. Um... So did I just hear your child
2: say, whoa, in the background? Like, yeah. wow, I can't believe that Nintendo fucking did that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, he can't believe it either. Dude, he's, he's, he's five, and he's he knows that was a bad move.
2: Yeah, dude, that Zelda game's been in development longer than your child. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's probably true. Um, yeah, because I finished Skyward Sword, like, two weeks before he was born. Dude,
2: that shit was probably announced before your child... That one. oh my gosh. No? No. It was, was no. No. up it,
3: it was, not, it was, it was announced pretty. in twenty
0: thirteen. Yeah. Twenty thirteen, not twenty twelve? Yeah, so he was a year old when it was announced.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Maybe. But uh but anyway, uh skip forward after April. We get to E three. Uh Nintendo shows Zelda. They don't show NX. Um Breath of the Wild is its title, and it's an open world Zelda first time that it's a true whatever Open world, Nintendo calls it open air, I think, which is basically just Nintendo speak for, uh, yeah, it's it's open world like everything else, but we just don't like using the terms everybody else uses, so we're gonna call it something else. Um, no, it's ha- their excuse to
2: make a crappy open world game. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, it's not open world.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, so, so Adam, tell us your true feelings about Breath of the Wild. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Zelda BYOB is.
2: I'm never gonna finish it. Have you I, finished I, Twilight I, Princess? Yeah, Twilight Princess took like 40 hours or something.
3: But yeah, this not is not. Different.
2: This is gonna be huge. But I don't know how engaging it's gonna be. A lot of it so far seems really repetitive, like the hunting and the camping. Like it's they're all neat mechanics. Um, but I don't know how. Like, if, if I come home, you know, and I have, like, an hour, and it's like, oh, like, I could do homework, or I could play Zelda. Like, I don't know if it's worth, like, failing a class for this game. Because that's when you know you have a good game. Like, I failed a class because of Pokemon. And I was like, yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, but I don't think that the is going to be that good. Like, Xenoblade came out, like, in December. I got it for Christmas, and then I played it until school started, and then I dropped it. I was like, yeah, but that game grew. That game sucked. That game was made by the same people that made
0: Breath of the Wild. Sorry, that was harsh. It didn't suck. It was okay. It was okay for like twenty hours, and then like I wanted to beat beat my head against the wall. It was good
2: enough for Nintendo to delay Breath of the Wild for two years, because a month before Xenoblade came out in Japan, Nintendo announced that they were delaying Zelda from two thousand fifteen to two thousand sixteen, and I know. That it was because the Zelda team saw Xenoblade, played some of it, and said, Oh, wow, this is way better than Zelda. Please, Monolith Soft, come fix our Zelda game. And then two years later, we're going to have this Zelda game made by the Skyward Sword team and the Xenoblade team. And that's, you know, this seems nice, whatever, but... I think they have confirmed that Monolith Soft has been been working on it, yeah. And the last thing Monolith did was Xenoblade, so I think that the Zelda team was really impressed with Xenoblade. So I think it might be kind of similar to Xenoblade, which had a lot of fetch quests and stuff that Zelda's never really done before. You know, Zelda's always ever done one really long fetch quest, but Xenoblade had like hundreds of them. Like, almost oh, some person in the docks need you to go kill a hundred chickens. and. Uh, <laughs> Just little stuff like that, which I, I feel like we're going to see that in the Zelda game for the first time. And if it how... is like that, it will be my least favorite Zelda of
0: all time. Well, that's part of what an open-world <laughs> game is, is taking all these little quests from all the people No, you but like, do. But, like, Nintendo is a company that prides itself on taking things that other game companies do and putting their own twist on it. And that's my hope for Breath of the Wild, but based on what we've seen so far... I'm not sure they're going to pull it off. Like I, well, look, this Zelda. is the first time I've looked at a Zelda game, like trailers and gameplay footage. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, I am not sure about this. That's well, the, scary. Way, the for way me. they
2: do that is they, they look at like some really cool feature that someone else did and they cut it out. And then they spend that same amount of time on like quality control. Their games are always really polished, but it's always like, it's, it's never as as full as you would expect. You know, like, you can get some really full games that are just super buggy that aren't made by Nintendo. Like, if you look yeah. at Skyrim, all the shit you can do in there, but then, like, Skyrim also, like, doesn't run, mm-hmm. Zelda's going to be the exact opposite, where it's going to be so polished and perfect. You know, they spent, like, 15 years just, like, bug testing it, but you're only going to be able to do, like, 100 things
0: in it. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm... Personally, experiencing uh, open world fatigue. Um, I've played a lot of open world games the last couple of years, and they all are starting to blend together. Yeah, uh, and I'm just kind of tired of that formula. So I really hope that Zelda offers something new to it because if it doesn't, I'm afraid that I'm going to be tired of it before I even start playing it. Yeah, I don't think it's too late. It's if it had come out in
2: 2015, it could have been something that. You know, we haven't changed up the industry, but I think it's, it's too late. Everyone's so, too I, tired.
3: See, so I think we, we just, go ahead, Brian. Well, see, I played it at E3 2015, uh, this year, at E3 2016, and I really enjoyed it for somebody who's not like into Zelda as much as other people. I, I've, I've been an Ocarina of Time, but that's like a, about it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's it something completely different from the other Zelda games, and, you know, looking at the trailers, it's it's very interesting. Uh, the whole open world environment is pretty cool on a new next step for Zelda, and uh, I, I I mean I get that some people are tired of these kind of like open world games, because you know it's it's, it's kind of the common thing nowadays for that type of genre to to run its uh, to, to be in a lot of games, but I feel that it's it's something good because Nintendo's never really well. Have they really done like a lot of open world games? I mean they they I mean Xenoblade Chronicles X I think is a good example, but they yeah, really that's have, technically modeled,
0: though.
2: N- Nintendo yeah. says stupid stuff like Super Mario sixty four was an open world Mario. So it, no, they have not done an no. open world game before. I mean that's that's <laughs> as
0: that's as open world as a Mario game is going to get
3: though. Yeah. Well,
0: Sunshine. Was also an open
2: world game. I an mean, open
3: world Mario game. I guess it's more based on definition, but I, I'm looking forward... this is a giant world. This is this isn't Mario 64 or even Sunshine. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably gonna be like a million times bigger. Approaches to so, uh, This is a yeah. different, entirely different kind of scope. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Nintendo does with a game like that, and what how they're going to deal with a game of this scope, and and see how see how it turns out i mean i was impressed with it when i played it so i'm i'm assuming it's going to be uh something good so i think here's
1: go ahead oh yeah i was gonna say i think the thing that interests me the most about it is that it's got a very like when i saw it uh at e3 i was very impressed by like it's got like a very shadow of the colossus type look to it um Partly because you can climb like everything now and then also like something about the way the world looks. They look like they're doing something a little bit different in terms of like atmosphere, aesthetic, and like storytelling, which I'm really, I'm looking forward to that aspect of it because I don't think that. Like, I think Zelda games are phenomenal, obviously, with Majora's Mask being, like, my favorite. But I want them to really, like, play into the idea, like, if this is, like, a forgotten, like, land or whatever with the whole, like, broken down temples and stuff, I really want them to play into that. Like, I want the story to be a little bit more present if they're going to make such a big open world game. Because otherwise, like, fetch quests and stuff like that, Yeah, I, like, I agree that's kind of, like, a weak thing for me. Like, I don't really want that to be in a Zelda game to the extent like it is in other RPGs.
0: Yeah, I, I think my, my hope is that the story's great. Uh, my problem is that I have yet to play an open-world game, uh, in which I would say, like, the story is on par with some of my favorite stories in video games.
3: Honestly. Usually, if you've
0: got the open world, usually the story kind of gets pushed to the side a little bit in favor of letting you do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. I, mean, it's, I don't it's, it's know really have ever played a Nintendo game with
2: a great story. You know, a lot of them will have, like, great settings or great themes. Um, maybe, like, I don't know, like, Paper Mario 2 had great writing.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but the story's yeah. never been important. Like, Miyamoto, like, if you ask him about a story, he's like, what story? Like, that was a play. Miyamoto not a does not like Art.
3: stories in games. I mean, I think that's why Paper Mario 2 was kind of like the last on, hang on. Games, hang
0: on like, wait. Miyamoto is like the creator of stories in games. Like before yeah. Donkey Kong, there was no story in games. I mean, Donkey he Kong wants like like no, very basic settings. stories.
3: He wants well, basic Donkey Kong stories. had a
0: story, like it, it told a story.
3: Oh well, like, yeah, had it, it had a setting. Yeah, there has to be like a scenario, like some kind of story to it. But I, I mean, yeah, i games I I, I, agree, that. I mean, I've like, never really seen it in a Nintendo game where it's like. There's this great big story, and you have to play the game to further the story. I mean, really, for most Nintendo games, it's, this guy is a bad guy, go get them. Hang on. The story would
2: be like Uncharted or a Halo campaign, you know? Where it's like an action-adventure movie and takes you through, and there's a beginning and a middle and an end. But, like, Super Mario Mario
0: World does not have a story. Yeah. Sure, but I don't think it's fair to compare Mario to Uncharted. Like... Because I think, I think Zelda's have had good stories. I I think think it's great to compare Zelda to Uncharted. Sure, but I, honestly, I've never been super impressed with Uncharted's story. Like, I love The Last of Us, but Uncharted has, I played the first two and they fell flat for me. Uh, whereas, like, they're video
2: games, they're not like, it's not actually a very strong storytelling medium. Like, it's great for conveying feelings and emotions, but it's like you can't, just play a movie in between action scenes, and I don't know, but that's a different discussion. No, but I think The
1: Last of Us did. Like, I, I
0: don't really know. I haven't played The Last it's, of Us. Yeah. Really good story. The, the zombies zombies really scary.
1: scary. It's like a movie level story. That's kind of know. why those two are like the top of my like favorite games of all time list. Because I do think that like well, like Last of Us, obviously, but like Majora's Mask and stuff like that, stuff that has a strong aesthetic. And also mixes its story and its writing in with the aesthetic. I think that's kind of how you like make something that's compelling as far as like a game. Like I, I love gameplay in games, but even more so the story. Like if I get a really cool environment that I get to go play around in, that's almost just as compelling than the idea of actually playing around in it. I think sometimes.
0: I think Chrono think sure that, is
1: a good video game story. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, that I
0: think that smart. Nintendo has done uh, worlds and characters that I care about. Uh, like, I mean, Majora's Mask you mentioned, but, I mean, Skyward Sword had characters that I cared about, um, in a world that I cared about. Um, but, Majora's Mask is a great example, though, not just because of the aesthetic, but, like, the characters that live in that world. Like, you get invested in those characters. Um, I want, I want to see what, I I want to see what happens to these characters. I want to follow them throughout their day to see what they do. Um, that's, that's something that I don't think I've ever felt in any other video game. Uh, and so for me, storytelling isn't just like, here's what happens, here's plot point A to plot point B, but it's the characters and the world surrounding it. And I think that Nintendo does that better than a lot of other companies, especially in Zelda. And uh, I don't know, Breath of the Wild world looks really interesting, but I just don't think we've seen enough characters. We've seen Link, we've seen the old guy that gives you the hang, hang glider thing. Uh, we've seen one or maybe two female characters that we didn't get to see the face of in the trailer, and we've seen like a couple bird people. Um, yeah. But we don't, we don't even know like their names, we don't know who they are, we don't know what they do. But we also haven't seen dungeons. To me, yeah. Zelda is defined by its dungeons and by uh, its, its various items that you use to conquer those dungeons and conquer the puzzles. And that's something that I'm really worried about in Breath of the Wild, because I don't see any of those items. I don't see the boomerang. I don't see the the hookshot. I see the bow. Yeah. I see the sword. Uh, I see the horse. <laughs> but, I mean, where are the iconic items? That's fair,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't really care about Breath of the Wild anymore. I just want Capcom to show up and make like 10 top down Zelda games and release them all on 3DS and like I'll be so happy. <laughs> if that's all I really want. Super Zelda Maker. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, not that. Like, that would be awful. Because oh the Capcom it. Zelda games had the stupidest
0: NPCs. Uh,
2: I loved those games. <coughs> so I
0: would, I would I would, take a Legend of Zelda maker. However, I would never play anyone else's stuff because after playing other people's Mario Maker levels, <laughs> I do not want to play other people's Zelda levels. Because uh, they'll be a hundred times more trollish, a hundred times worse. Uh, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. Never mind, Nintendo. Please do us <laughs> all a favor. Never give us Zelda so maker. Nintendo, just yeah. please stop making games. Just. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> don't make <laughs> the Zelda.
2: Don't make no. the Mark Maker games. We're
1: out of a podcast if that happens. <laughs> yeah, come on,
0: man. We gotta. let talk about their movies and be like, "Who let me a this?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we got off off topic there, but I, I think what the feeling that I'm getting talking to not just you guys, but people in the Nintendo community is that we're. Hesitantly excited for Breath of the Wild. Um, We want it to be great, but based on what we've seen, I just don't think we've seen enough. And what we have seen looks very samey every time we've seen it. I think we've seen the same grassy field where Link kind of just goes and burns some grass too many times. And I think if they want to show it again, like in a couple weeks at the Switch event, I think they need to show us something else, like a dungeon or some kind of puzzle segment or something story related because uh, I think we're just kind of there's only so much you can show us of the open world before we just say okay, that's great, just give it to me. Um, that's fair. And yeah. so I, I, th- I think if they're going to show it again I think they need to give us something different. Uh, but beyond Zelda because we're getting close to the hour mark so I kind of want to move on um, beyond Zelda we've got to talk about the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they um, showed it in October. They revealed it in a, like, three or four minute long uh, video. Um, Brian, what was your reaction to that video? Like, when you watched it, what did you think? Did, do you think Nintendo did, did a good job revealing the Switch? Are you excited for it?
3: When I saw Switch, I thought they did a fantastic job with it. Because, I mean, they needed to do something big for this, um... They needed to make sure everybody knew this was this was something different. That this was something that isn't the Wii U or isn't the Wii. And I think they did a fantastic job because I think it got a loud buzz when it was first shown. Um, I mean, I mean, it demonstrated what the Switch was, how it works, what you can do with it, and it opens up a ton of possibilities for how you can play um, the Switch. It's. I I just thought they did a fantastic job with it. I I mean they they demonstrated some games, some ideas, and um, yeah. I, I mean there's still a lot of questions about the Switch, and we'll probably get to that in a moment. But I think for as far as the the reveal, the initial reveal goes, it's I thought it was pretty positive. I think it was exactly exactly what Nintendo needed to do.
1: Sure, Kelton, what about you? Um. I was extremely excited about, even before the reveal, um, I was, I was excited about just the rumors all year about it being like a handheld portable, like, console hybrid. Just because that's the type of machine I've kind of always wanted a company to make, whether it be Nintendo or, like, PlayStation or somebody. I always wanted that true, like, okay, we put it down, you pick it up, and it is on the go. And so when I saw that, I, oh my gosh, that whole trailer just got me so excited. I man, just like watching, like of course, no, the you know that Karen meet thing that became a meme of oh, Karen brought her Switch to the party, <laughs> like yeah, I was looking, yeah. I was like yeah, but that's gonna be me, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, as soon as that comes out, I'll be like, yeah, guys, I brought Mario Kart, or yeah, and we're gonna all play that on the big TV. Yeah, you bet. Are you, are you just gonna blast <laughs> the song from the there. trailer through the speakers at every party oh. now? Oh, you know it. (laughs) That's, yeah, no, that's the first requirement, man. They come over to my house for the party and that's, that's the first song that (laughs) blares. I did, I have to admit though, I did enjoy that trailer a lot. Like, I thought it was really cool, like how it showed off the main features of the Switch without giving away too much, but also I thought it was just, like, it definitely left me with a lot of questions too, but overall, I thought it was, I thought it was a really well done trailer just to like be like, okay, here's what we're doing. It's different. It's cool. And, uh, we're, you know, it's for all of, like, they didn't show a single kid in that trailer, which I thought was kind of interesting, but I thought that was really cool that they didn't, because they're like, okay, this is for all the people who used to love us a ton, or people who still do kind of love us, and here's something for you guys, so. I um, Wow, no kids, was cool.
2: I, I think every person in the trailer was under 30.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, if you're going that, yeah. Young adults. Just Those are young adults. adults. Those are some kids, yes, yep. some whippersnappers.
0: Oh,
2: no.
1: So okay, young yes, young adults, <laughs> but,
0: young adults, but I think that's, hopefully that's a sign that Nintendo knows that their audience is not kids. Uh, they just need to get over that. Uh, because yeah. kids don't care about Nintendo. Kids care about Call of Duty. Uh, of kids care about Minecraft. You know, like, I, anytime I've ever played Call of Duty or Battlefield or whatever, half the people that are talking to me on the headset are like 12.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, Matt, you're scaring me because yeah. the Switch needs Call of Duty and Minecraft at
0: launch. Like, it had better have those. Well, yeah, but that, that's that's what I'm saying. So if Nintendo wants the kids, it's, it's got to chase after third parties. But if Nintendo knows what Nintendo's audience is, it's us. It's people that are our age that grew up playing Nintendo. Uh, some of them have fallen off because of Nintendo's lack of doing smart things. Um, like I'd call it a lack of focus. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, and not, you know, I think they fell off a little bit with the Wii era. Not having an HD console, uh, not having third party games that are necessary, um, not, um, you know, catering a little bit too much, I think, to the Wii Sports Wii Fit audience, and not enough to, uh, you know, the people that like things like Zelda, Metroid, F-Zero, Star Fox, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think they lost a lot. I think people at the beginning of that generation were super hyped for Nintendo. And I think circa 2009, a lot of people dropped off and were like, I'm going to trade my Wii U in, or I'm going to trade my Wii in for an Xbox or a PlayStation. And maybe if Nintendo ever does what I like again, maybe I'll jump back. And then they lost the casual market to mobile. Uh, and now they have all 14 million of us who bought a Wii U. So, um, so yeah, I think Nintendo needs to know who Nintendo's audience is and who they need to win back. Because it's not the 12 year old. 12 year olds follow whatever college age kids and adults do. Like, that's why 12 year olds want to play Minecraft and Call of Duty, because that's what older kids are doing. Um, so if you, if you capture the, the college age or older high school age audience, you're going to get those younger kids, too, because they just want to do whatever their big brothers or sisters are doing.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like, they just, I feel like Nintendo just got kind of a big head during the Wii era because of the success they were having. And so they kind of rode those coattails to success for like so long that they're just like, oh, cool, so everybody loves this. And then by the time it finally got to change things up, they're like, oh, we're going to keep doing this with the Wii U. And then, yeah, I I think that was exactly the point. They lost focus of their of the people who do love them hardcore like we do, and that's kind of when they're like, "Oh, now we really have to change things up. We made you know a like five year ago console in this new generation that needs you know we need to change things up."
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I hope that they do. I I liked the Switch commercial. I still have a lot, a lot of questions that I think are going to, the answers to which I think are going to determine Switch's true success, but as far as a reveal trailer goes, in three minutes, I think that they accomplished what they needed to. They set Switch apart as something different. I think they nailed the branding. I think that their message was really clear. Uh, hey, this is a new console, here's what it can do, or here's its main feature at least. Um, here's why you should be excited for it. Uh, I think that they did that very well. Um, as far as answering the other questions, like relating to price and games and the third parties Batteries. and battery and internet stuff, uh, that the jury's still out on that for at least another two weeks. Um, so we'll so. see. Matt said that
2: Nintendo debuted the NX in a three-minute video, but in reality, I debuted the NX in the description of a three-minute video about a month earlier. So my brother was obsessed with the NX. He was on the Reddit all the time, and he got it in his head that they were going to announce it in September. Then at the end of September, they didn't announce it, and he was so depressed. He was out doing some music thing in Alaska and was like really lonely and the only thing that like was keeping him going was this NX news he was like and it just kind of dried up and he was just really sad and depressed and so I was like you know what like I'll just tell you what the NX is and it was so cool because you serious with it you know what it is you know what it is and I described the Switch like everything about it perfectly but I told him that it was called the Nintendo Hello <laughs> and then he got, he got really depressed, like, in the next couple of days, as he was thinking about it, he was like, are you serious? Like, it's just a, just a, just a fucking phone that plays Mario. Like, that's it. You can plug it into, like, the Apple TV. And I was like, yeah, that's it, dude. Like, that's, that's all it is. And he got really depressed and stuff. And then, like, when they announced that they were gonna announce it, I told him, I was like, look, dude, I was, I was lying to you. And he was like, are you serious? And then I was like, yeah. And he's like, no, you're joking. You're, that's really what it is, isn't it? And I was like, no, that's not what it is. I have no idea what it is. And it was like, who knew? And I was like, oh, like our entire family thought it was really mean that I lied to you. And like everyone on the podcast thought it was mean. And he was like, what do you mean? Like everyone that listens to your podcast, like you guys all laughed at me together and made fun of <laughs> me. And I was like, no, like I was trying to be nice to you. Um, I was like, no, no why, why did you do that? I was that? actually calling like... me right now. And I bet if I answered, he would go, Hello. <laughs> because it does a lot of that. Um But then the real trailer came out, and the whole time I was thinking, there there has to be something else, you know? It can't just be that all the rumors were true. It has to be all the rumors were true, plus it does, like, fucking holograms or something awesome. But no, it turns out that just it was just the rumors. Like, it's just a gimped Wii U gamepad, like... It actually does less than the system that I already have.
1: Hey, what? No.
2: Yeah. What are it, you talking it, about? It does less than the system that no, I have. stop. It only has stop. one screen, Matt. How am I supposed to game oh with my just gosh. one screen? <laughs> Where will I put my inventory? Where will I put what my do you, map? What do you mean? How are you supposed to game with just one screen? The same way you did it for like twenty years before Wii U. Twenty <laughs> years I've been playing. Okay, so. 15 years ago, I first plugged my Game Boy Advance into my GameCube, and I have my never gosh, looked back. Not, that is not the same. <laughs> it was a magical <laughs> time. When <But even> mean <laughs> I had my map, I had my inventory, playing that Four Swords, all up on that Crystal Chronicles. No, Thank my goodness. Goodness. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, I don't know, I, I, over, slowly over time, I got really sad, but my brother loved the trailer, so he's all excited. He's always like, oh dude, I'm so excited for the Switch, I'm gonna get the Switch but I'm down on it now. Like, It turns out that the surprise we didn't know about was that it had really shitty battery life.
1: Oh, boy. Well, That's part like for
0: me. Yeah, I, th- I think that they have to address that. Um, they've got to come right out and be honest about it, say, hey, this is the battery life, but hey, here's a way around it. If it has USB-C, which is what most new phones
2: have, including my new phone that I bought to play Pokemon Go, I have a giant battery that I can just plug into either my Switch or my phone or both of them at the same time or both of them at the same time and my fiance's phone and like the person behind me's phone. Like,
0: it's got a lot of ports on it. Didn't like some kind of patent or like schematic get released that showed it does have USB-C. Dude, it was on like
2: Jimmy Fallon or something. He was like, like showing it off. He's like, Look, it's got it good has got the USB C.
0: Like, <laughs> <But> you <laughs> could see. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon just raises the thing up to the TV. He's like, Look, guys, he's got, got USB C. Don't worry about the battery life. That's just like excited about. just like, like shaking his head. And and
2: yeah. <laughs> like, he knows who Zelda is and what USB C is. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, yeah. So I don't know. So you're you're not hyped about Switch. I don't know. I, for me I personally prefer portable gaming. However, my disappointment with, with portable gaming is that it's very limited. Um the worlds always have to be smaller. Gameplay seems like it has to always be divided into chunks rather than being uh more seamless. So for example, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is a very good game. However, I prefer the GameCube one because I like the, the way that the mansion is seamless and it's not, like, mission-based, but I feel like the 3DS may not be able to handle something like that. Um, and a couple weeks ago when we talked about Pokemon Sun and Moon, one of my biggest uh, complaints about the game is that it feels really small. Um, even compared to, like, Pokemon Red and Blue, like, I always felt like those worlds were huge when I played those, but I feel like Alola is so tiny. Um, I think it's because when they render a Pokemon world in 3D and all the things that come with it, I think it takes up so much, uh, from the 3DS that it just can't make that world seem huge. And so one of my biggest excitements with Switch is that Switch can handle things like Breath of the Wild. That's a big, open, seamless world. And if it can handle things like Breath of the Wild, then I, maybe I can finally get that Pokemon game that feels like this giant world that I imagined I was in when I played Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, maybe it can finally... Maybe it'll be powerful enough to give us uh, a Mario that isn't like 3D World again. Um, like, maybe it'll be more like Mario 64 or Galaxy, I hope. Um, That's I don't what know. I'm it am hoping just feels for. Like and, and, and it'll be, but it'll be a portable. I can take it wherever I go, uh, which is a dream for me. Like I can take it into another room, or I can take it on a uh, train or a car or whatever with me. Uh, that's it's dream, dream scenario for me. Personally. Remember
2: that we've been able to carry the only good Mario game around with us for like ten years now. Yeah, Super Mario 64
0: DS. Oh, boy. <laughs> the only oh, Adam, Adam said before we started this podcast that he's secretly trying to tear it apart from the inside, and I'm pretty sure this is what he's talking about.
1: Man, <laughs> no, not just the, sleeper the agent podcast, <laughs>
0: the yeah.
2: I wasn't gonna tell anyone this, but I oh, love all video games. I mean, I hate all video games.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Uh, so, all right. So, I think Brian, you talked about your feelings on the Switch trailer, right? Yep. I asked you first. Okay, cool. So I think we've got all of our thoughts on that. So what I want to do now, looking ahead into 2017, we are two weeks away from knowing a lot more than what we know now about the Nintendo Switch. Hopefully we'll see some launch titles, maybe even beyond that in terms of game. Uh, hopefully they'll talk about how um, their network stuff works with it. Maybe how the Nintendo account plays into it. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll understand more about features and things like battery life. But I want to shoot you guys a scenario in which, uh, Tatsumi Kimishima, president of Nintendo, has chosen the four of us to be the Nintendo Switch event. Marketing team, uh, we've got to come up with the plan for the reveal uh, from beginning, middle, and end. Um, what are we showing? Like, what are we talking about? How do we start this thing off? This is our next. This is our next home and portable console. So this has to be big. We failed pretty hard with Wii U. Uh, 3DS was a decent success, uh, but did not match uh, the DS before it. Uh, so we're kind of in a in a bad spot in terms of our consoles. So how do we um, approach this January event? What do we start the the conference off with? Um, we started
2: off with that fucking awesome clicking noise from the first trailer.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we
1: just, we're just so so
0: we sh- and... So hang on. So are are we doing a direct cuz I thought that it was like a live presentation. Well, you know, that's a lie. They're streaming a direct live. Okay, okay, so we're so we're doing Nintendo Direct style, and we're starting off with the logo and the click sound.
2: Yeah, but the logo will be up there for like 20 minutes, half an hour, <laughs> you know, when people go and like, you know, b- before the event. So you're sitting <laughs> no, there, and it no, says, shows is the not, logo. So
0: this is not not how how we, we get people hyped for this. We're it not shows talking about the logo, it, it says that the
2: event starts in 20 minutes or whatever. Oh, and then, right we, when it's time for the event to start, that's when you play the click.
0: No, you're missing the you're missing the point of the scenario. We're trying to get people excited for this. We're not trying to do what we think Nintendo will do.
2: But what are we gonna do? Like start it early.
0: I, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> we I
3: think we need to start up. it off yeah, with, yeah, it with Mario. We're going to
0: announce it for 11 p.m. Eastern time, but we're actually going to start at 10:30. Yeah. I oh, think we okay, need
3: to start so, it off and, with Mario.
2: Starting at 10:30, we'll put up the video. But so the video will be timed to start at the
0: correct time. You know what oh, I, I mean? Alright, Brian, start start us off because Adam's killing the hype before it starts.
3: Well you Adam's start off with with Mario. Okay, um Mario, details. So it's maybe it'll be a launch title. I mean I think it would be a launch title. We show that off. And then I think we follow that up with um, I guess a further explanation of um, the, the switch and what it does and how we're going to get it. I mean, I, I guess you would hold off the release date until the end of the show. Cause I, I'm thinking yeah. this is the, the place where you announce release date if it's going to be out in March. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. So, and price. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would also focus a lot on third party cause I think a lot of people are, are still like, well, okay, yeah, the Wii U didn't have that much third-party support. Why am I supposed to believe it's different here? And I think uh, Nintendo needs to prove that maybe it is different this time around.
2: Well, sure. Remember when they announced that Wii that would be... spent three hours playing that old Batman game? <laughs> I really don't want them to show off what's new in Arkham Knight.
0: They're like, look, <laughs> it runs on here. It didn't even run on PC. Okay, uh, oh. let's go back to Mario. Um... What's Mario called?
3: You know what? I mean, we could talk about that leaked document that came out this week. I kind of like the name that they they gave it. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's don't think anything that sh- or whatever? Yeah, I don't think it's like... Yeah. I don't think it's real at all. I think a lot of that's fabricated stuff, but... Yeah. I mean, I kind of oh, like man. that name. It's kind of clever. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't similar. know what you it's
1: would really call Super Mario. It,
0: hello. Oh my gosh, stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> in Alaska. All
0: right, so <laughs> so what what kind of Mario game is it? What are we looking at here?
3: I'm thinking it's a lot I like think... a combination of Galaxy and uh, 64. That oh it's gosh, like I hope op- so. It's it's yeah. not like open world like a Grand Theft Auto, but it's like you can explore stuff and you can go into different worlds through a hub. Yeah. And I hope that the
0: hub, yeah is as interesting as Peach's Castle. Like, yeah. I mean, the secrets of the world.
2: It's, it's going to be way more interesting. I feel like the hub is going to be its own level.
1: You know? It's like, That's exactly what I Yes.
3: And Big yeah.
1: is one of the other worlds. Yeah, I want, like, a spiritual successor type thing to so Super Mario 64, because, like, I like uh, Sunshine and Galaxy okay, but, like, I really, really want them to, like, get back to, like, a core basic, like, Here's this really cool interesting world. Here's all these like different things that you can go and explore at your own pace, your own, you know, choose different things. I don't know. I really want something closer to 64. Part of that's also because that was uh, the other first game I played <laughs> ever. Yeah, so So you, I'm sure that you guys have all
2: at least played Paper Mario a little bit. Um yeah. but there's uh outside of Peach's Castle, there's like a little <laughs> toad town. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Hold mm-hmm. up. Kelton, you said ah uh. What's that? Um? uh Yeah. Um So okay, guys, here's one of those. Here's <laughs> one of those black holes in my uh, gaming history. I've never played a paper mario. Oh my wow.
2: gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, you I only know. have to play one of them. Only one of them is good, but I'm not going to tell you which one. So good luck. Uh,
1: it's the thousand oh year isn't it? <laughs> no. not <laughs> tell No. Okay. No. I've had the information fed to me. <laughs> no, there's
0: not only there's not only one good one. Like they're all except for stickers are they're all decent.
2: Well, I was talking about Sticker Star, dude. It's awesome. Finally, oh they took out the story. Ooh, okay. Now I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I'm kidding. Really... Really. It turns all out right. all the games are terrible. <laughs> they all suck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Adam's probably right. <laughs> yeah. All right, continue um, your point when, about okay. so there is a little toad town outside of Peach's Castle. Peach's Castle is stolen or whatever, but a couple times in, like, third part, or not third party, but, like, alternate timeline mario games or whatever like you know what i mean spin-off games we've seen toad town but we've never been there in a real mario game you know like i think that's where the first mario party takes place and uh like maybe there's a mario kart track on it or something but like just a couple of times we've seen the little like the literal mushroom kingdom like the town outside that peach rules over so i would like to see that like maybe peach's castle gets stolen and in the yeah. second half of the game, those levels are in Peach's castle and you go up to the sky and fight Bowser or whatever. But maybe you're running around the town helping the toads and the toads will be like, that like, I have this problem. So you have to go into this world and solve their problem. And then when you're in that world, like the first star is the toad's problem. And then there's a bunch of other stars that are the people in that world's problems. Like I don't know if that'll happen at all, but I think that,
1: that would actually be sounds fun. really cool. What if it's like? Yeah, no, I
3: like. Yeah. What if
0: it's like Toads like, hey Mario, there's like a Goomba infest- infestation, so I need you to go kill like twenty seven Goombas. All right, that's <laughs> it. I'm done. I'm never playing Luigi <laughs> <a movie> again. <laughs> I quit. After control. all the Pokemon, I'm on <laughs> fire. All right, all right, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we start off. <laughs> we start off our our conference with our big, big new Mario game. It's gonna be a launch title. Uh Is it gonna be a pack-in title? I think we can put that as our pack-in
1: title. No. No. What? Um, I don't. I think we're past the pack-in title. Maybe that. May maybe.
3: No, no i Nintendo I never I, I don't... sold hardware without a pack-in title. No, I mean I don't know oh, if I... I would put Mario in there as a pack-in, but I would put something in there because, even you know, with the Wii U, we had like a Nintendo Land. I mm-hmm. I think we would need something that would demonstrate the Switch's abilities, kind of like what Nintendo Land did.
0: So, so what, what right. do
3: we need? So then? it would be, I mean, I would guess it would be something like Nintendo Land or something like so. a Wii U Sports, you know, some, something that's very casual, but um, but yet you can. Oh f- you can take it be around like with you. like a too. minigame
2: collection that has like billiards and checkers. and I mean, I'm not two no, players with the Joy Cons.
3: i do not think it's so- going to be good or anything, but I, I, it would be something that would demonstrate the Switch's abilities.
0: So. Here's the first uh, series revival I'm going to suggest for this, and that is WarioWare. Sure. But WarioWare as a pack-in title, because then it's actually fun, and it's not just billiards and checkers, uh, but it can show the different things that the Switch can do, and it can use all the different controller configurations, kind of like how uh, Smooth Moves did on Wii.
2: But have they had enough time to make a WarioWare? Like I feel like it takes a lot of time to make that many of those micro-games. Dude, well, they the didn't, one, they
3: didn't make any
0: Wii U games this year. They have plenty of time. True. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Nintendo hasn't <laughs> like, released a oh. game since like 2005. Yeah, not one that matters. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, haven't, they haven't released a game that matters since like Mario Maker though. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, uh, well, you know, what, what even came out of that? Yoshi? <laughs> Early? Uh, who cares?
2: Yeah.
1: I guess
0: Star yeah. was big, but. Uh, th- I mean, Pokemon, but I mean, technically that's Pokemon Company. Ah, wow, that was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so, so, do we all agree we're WarioWare pack-in title?
2: Yeah, but I think yeah. we should open with WarioWare and then lead into Mario. Open like, here's a demo title pack-in, <laughs> and then be like, oh, but well, Mario's I don't not know.
0: alone because I here don't is. Leave. I don't want to lead off with Mario though, because that's like people will be super excited if you lead off with Mario. If you lead what off with Mario are you gonna end, with... end with Zelda? Oh my gosh, More no. You end Zelda. with you end with your big major new announcement. You put Zelda that not Mario? Mario. What is it? Because no, we into? already No, because we already know that Mario exists. We saw it in the reveal trailer. Is it Mario and Rabbids? Oh my gosh! No, that's <laughs> somewhere in the middle too. <laughs> no, all right, right. No, no. all right. So, so let's do these video it. games, don't you? <laughs> I, I think that this is the point where we come out. So we've shown the pack-in title, which is WarioWare. Um, I think this is the point where we have to talk about its features. So including the ones that we haven't talked about yet, like we need to come out and say, all right, so this is a Nintendo Switch. You guys know it, it's a console that can also be taken on the move with you. But what we haven't talked about yet. Are some of its other features, uh, which include like, motion controls for the Joy Cons, uh, touchscreen controls on the screen, uh, just stuff like that like that um, allows you to play games in different ways, and maybe even use WarioWare to um, maybe even use WarioWare to kind of show that off uh, the different control schemes that it can it can use. Um, so. I think I think that's what we should do, and then I think I think you've got to talk about the things that I'm afraid to talk about with Switch, which is the battery life and the online features.
3: Yeah, I mean that's so always the thing. It doesn't big... have
2: a battery, and it doesn't have online. You have to plug it into separate things to do that. You can plug it into your cell phone and a portable charger. Yeah,
3: nice and easy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as online goes, I mean, I think this is kind of the time where Nintendo needs to be kind of more serious about it. Because, yeah. I mean, if we get, like, a new Mario Party and it still isn't online, it's kind of like, well, then, what's the point? I mean, you know, it's... it's it's the Online is still an issue with Nintendo. They're, they're taking baby steps with it, but they are so far behind compared to, like, other systems. It's... It's really weird, and I think this is something that they need to emphasize in this um, this um, show or presentation or whatever. It's so yeah. I mean, all I needs to be an important thing. And as far as the battery life goes, um, I forget like what the the rumor is. I think they said eight hours. I'm not exactly sure. The battery life. Yeah, eight hours.
0: It was five to eight hours for
3: the controllers. Oh. The Joy. Yeah. Time, it was the,
0: like the tablet switch. Yeah, the tablet is about, I've heard, like, two and a half to three hours. It's really yeah. pretty so bad. what the original three DS had. It
2: yeah. was terrible, but it's not unprecedented.
0: Uh, but I think some of that some of the fears of that can be uh, pushed aside if it's USB C. Because that opens up a lot of options to like charge it on the go. Um, so I'm not super worried anymore about the battery life now that we kind of know that USB-C is a thing. Um but anyway. I think,
1: Yeah, I think we kind of have come to accept like shorter battery life with a lot of machines cuz like when like when smartphones were first coming out, like they really didn't have long battery lives at all. Heck, like even I had a BlackBerry that didn't last like long at all, and that thing didn't even have a touch screen or many features. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think, I think we, we'll, we, as long as it has like at least three hours, I think we will be okay. Cause then we do have, you know, if we have that USB-C option, we at least do have that like external battery and stuff that we can plug it into. I think when we'll I'm, be, I think we'll be okay. What
2: I'm worried about is standby time. Cause the 3DS has a standby time of about three days. And I've lost so much progress in games from just closing it, setting aside. And then the next time I opened it up, it was dead. You know, I've had to redo gyms in Pokemon, Lost Pokemon. Lots of Pokemon I haven't bought. um, But it's happened in in Zelda. That was when I quit coding Steam. Um, It's just, it's happened in a lot of things where that's not okay. You know, the Switch needs to be able to sit in my bag all week, you know. I may bring it to school every day. And then if I have free time, you know, and and I turn it on, I don't want it to be dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I totally get that. Here's my dream scenario for this. So they talk about the battery life, but they say, look, it's USB-C. So here's a bunch of options for ways that you can charge it on the go. Uh, It's not a big deal, right? Like, these are are some, like, yeah, three hours isn't great, but here's what you're getting in exchange for, like, eight hours. You're getting the uh, most powerful handheld that has ever existed. And this can play The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. There's no other handheld that can do that. So don't worry about battery life, we've come up with solutions uh, for that. Uh, Now we want to talk about uh, Nintendo Network. Here's how you're going to be playing games online with Switch and some of the other network features that we have. Uh, First of all, Nintendo Switch will be the fastest uh, Nintendo console ever when it comes to online gaming. We're putting a huge focus on this, when you play Smash Brothers, when you play Splatoon, when you play Call of Duty and Overwatch and whatever else the heck they're going to put on there, um, it's going to run butter smooth. Uh, we know uh, we've messed up in this area in the past, and we are riding that ship with Nintendo Switch. And then I want them to tell me that when it comes to Virtual Console, when it comes to eShop purchases. Anything that I have bought on 3DS or Wii U is going to transfer to Nintendo Switch. Even if it's like a small, like, I don't know, like 50 cent or $1 fee that I have to pay or whatever, like with Wii U, that's fine, whatever. Just let me do that, but then tell me I will never have to do that
3: again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of tired of having to transfer all, what the all the games that use two screens. I don't, know, I don't know about DS games, that's a good question. No, here, like, yeah. they can, can they not do that? I'm talking about, like, my Wii U
2: games, my 3DS games, my DS games, like, I don't know, what, what's gonna happen to yeah. those games? It's a good question. Mm. You'll you'll still have your Wii U, you can blame mm. on that. I won't, because I'm gonna throw my Wii U in the
1: garbage. <laughs> <Switch laughs> Well, it's don't a do a that. It's a ritual. Summon <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Switch be a ritual of the, of
3: the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. we're, camp- we're camping out and burning our old Nintendo hardware outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I just... Um, I mean, if I have to pay full price again for virtual console games, I'm probably going to skip. Uh, I, I can only yeah. buy Super Mario World so many times before I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't want to pay for it again. No,
0: I'll just keep my Wii U plug. I'll just keep my Wii
1: U under the TV and plug it in whenever I want to play those old games. Yeah. So. Yeah, streamlined virtual console, like, crossover would be very nice.
0: Yeah. I think it's something that is very much overdue for Nintendo. Yes. So, like, I mean, Sony's got it figured out, like,
2: why can't Nintendo? Sony does not have it figured out. Sony fucked up with their virtual console thing. The PS1 classics, because oh. like most of them like don't play on the Vita, and then like none of them play on the PS4 or something. Like it's really weird. Like which one? Yeah,
0: play, I guess you know, I guess I'm not like... talking about virtual consoles so much. When I'm talking about Sony, I'm talking about just purchases in general. Like they're they're tied to your account rather than tied to the system. Like that needs to end with Nintendo. Like if my if my Nintendo Switch eShop purchases are tied to my Nintendo Switch. I'm not going to be happy about it.
2: Especially if you're buying full games on this handheld thing, you know. If you lose your 3DS, you know, they assume that you have a, a couple games on there maybe, but if you have an entire library of $60 full HD games on your Switch and you lose it, Nintendo's not, they can't be like, oh, well, like, sorry, you lost thousands of dollars worth of full
0: retail games. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, they that gotta get smarter end. about that with this. I, th- I think it will. I think, I think they'll end that. I think it'll be tied to your account. So, I mean, they're already keeping track of your account purchases through Nintendo account. I mean, it hasn't amounted yeah. to much now, but I think I, th- I don't think they can like rec- retroactively apply that to Wii U. Um, yeah, I think so it'll be but- more valuable in time. Yeah, definitely. So I think that will be a thing on Switch, but I, I just need them to say it out loud for me to believe it hundred percent. Okay, so who do we have speaking
2: at this event? Oh, I think is it is it Bill, is
0: it <coughs> Kimishima, is it Reggie? A little bit of everybody. Like, That's let's, what get I think. let's get. Let's get a Reggie. Let's get Miyamoto. Do you want, like, literally and go and go, and Do you want, like, Chad to tell you
2: from the YouTube channel? Come on uh, and be like, no. let me tell you about Ever Oasis for <laughs> the
0: Switch. No, I mean, like, everybody that's, like, you know, that, it, people that would be at, like, an ETH. People that would be
2: on the conference. Nintendo money.
0: Yeah. So, like, bring out Miyamoto with Trinan translating for him. Uh, bring out Reggie. Bring out, um, gosh, I don't want to say iwata so bad why is he gone okay um,
2: i think i i don't know why i think iwata filmed something and i don't know why they showed it like he had to have i don't
0: know i don't think they would out of respect for him anyway but yeah no, bring, I, bring bring I, out I thought... the developers like uh tezuka like bring him out to talk about like mario or whatever bring out the splatoon guys uh, to talk about like the new features in Splatoon, like yeah, we don't, don't even know. know their
2: names. Like they should definitely
0: Splatoon is fucking awesome. Those dudes should be up in all the directs. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Like bring in a little bit of everybody. Um, maybe even like have Mishima smile or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen him do it yet. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think you have definitely Reggie and Miyamoto. Um, all right, so let's let's wrap this up because we're we're going pretty long. So I, th- I think we show a montage of games uh, that we've already announced, but then also some third party stuff. Um, so I think we show Zelda after we've talked about the features. We show Zelda again, um, maybe something new from Zelda, and I think we th- show like Splatoon and Mario Kart and maybe even like the rumored Smash Brothers uh, port. Um, and I think we should have some third-party stuff, so maybe, like, Dragon Quest Eleven, the new Sonic game, um, just Dance, or whatever else Ubisoft is coming up with.
2: Yeah, if they, well, no, I don't stuff. want Just Dance. If they're going to do third-party, I want stuff we've never seen before. I sure, want yeah. No, like, ge- generic yep. sequels like Just Dance. I don't want any re-releases or remasters, so if Skyrim's there in the real, cool, but please don't spend any time <laughs> actually talking about Skyrim during the presentation. Yeah. Yes I, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. don't tell me why the Mass Effect trilogy is extra special on Switch for some reason.
0: <laughs> no I, th- I think they'll give us I think if they're going to give
2: us Mass Effect I think they'll give us Andromeda. I mean we're not getting Mass Effect. They already said we're not getting Andromeda, so we're not getting anything from EA. When did they because say I that? think EA was like all pissy or something like oh we hate now for some reason. And, like <laughs> tweeting about it. It's like come on yeah.
0: EA, don't tweet probably about. Because, probably cuz they didn't let him use Origin as their primary online service or whatever on Wii U, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't I, I think if the install base is big enough, I think we'll definitely get, like, EA's sports games. So. Um, like, because they'll put those on anything. Like, they put those on Wii, and... But they didn't put those on Wii U. No, because the install base was terrible. It was, like, Actually, games. I think I have, like,
2: Madden 13 on my Wii U. Yeah, is that they, EA? They, Maybe the first year because I
3: have Madden thirteen. Oh, dude, we should play. Oh, Madden, you play some Madden. It could be like the only two people yeah. online to play Madden thirteen on on the Wii U. Oh my
0: gosh, Adam, I want to stream this.
3: I've never played a Madden or
2: real football or watched football. So All I bought right. it so that I could learn football, but then I never played
0: it. If I had so. stream, if I had streaming equipment, I would absolutely do a stream with you dude, where we I'm we gonna gonna the play Wii U, and we played. Madden 13.
2: It's well, if,
3: on. All the well if EA's on board, it's most likely we'll at least get one Madden game on the Switch. So yeah. maybe we'll okay, get Madden um, 18.
0: Yeah. So so we've got EA there. We've got Sega. We've got Ubisoft. We've got. uh, uh Let's go. Let's go nuts. We've got Rockstar. Uh, we've got. From. Uh, yeah, we've got Atlas. Uh, We've got Square Enix. Oh, we've Rocket League happening? We have everybody. I think Rocket League is happening, for sure. Oh, I hope so. That'd be great. That'd That'd be be great. Uh, We've got everybody. We're going to show a little bit of everything in our third-party montage. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. And then Reggie comes out, and he says, I hope you've enjoyed what we've shown today and that you're excited for Nintendo's Switch when it launches... On March 28th, two thousand eighteen. Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, March 28th, 2017. And then he says, before we leave though, I've got one more thing to show you. What's he showing?
3: He's going to moon us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh Probably what it may be. Um, retro's been working on something for like a long time.
0: What have they been working on? I don't know.
3: We Metroid, had- Metroid Prime 4, maybe?
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so Metroid Prime 4. So that's what we're ending the show with, Metroid Prime 4. Sure. All right. Yes. That sounds great. That's a good press conference.
2: I, I, I will turn it off. I don't care about Metroid Prime anymore. They lost it. They waited too
0: long. What I you mean they waited too long? You're just going to... What if... The, what it, No. What if Pokemon was like, hey, we're taking, like... Uh, eight-year break, and then they're like, oh, hey, after eight years, here's the new entry of Pokemon. What are you going to say to them? No, you guys waited too long.
2: Yeah, I would be like, oh, I'm like 36 now, like, I'm probably not going to play that, but thanks, Pokemon.
0: No, like, Star Wars, okay, so Star Wars, the last time, before Force Awakens, they made the last Star Wars in 2005. But you did not, when they announced Episode 7, you did not say, no, you guys waited too long. But I hated you, that
2: movie.
0: Oh, okay, but you still went not saw it. I did. I went and saw it, you,
2: like, and saw it with my brother, and he, well, I didn't think he liked it at all. But that's not what's important. What's, what's important is you whatever, like? if they're making a Metroid, then that is when they would put it, but I wouldn't really care, but I'd still buy it and play the first two hours of it just so I could say that I played it. Because that's what I did with the rest of the Metroid Prime games. Oh no, I'm kidding. I think all it's right. like halfway through the first one and like, a third way through the third
0: one, but I don't know because those games are really confusing. All right, so that's gonna do it for our Switch reveal. Uh, that was fun. I had fun, except for when Adam tried to sabotage it.
3: <laughs>
0: and then at the end, <laughs> Reggie says
2: it's the Nintendo Hello. Oh
0: my gosh!
3: No, then, then at be the be end he Nintendo says We hello. have
0: One more thing, and then they just set off fireworks, like they did at this <laughs> 2012 oh my God. during E3. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alright, uh, so that does it for our Switch reveal event, and that also does it for um, this episode of Connectivity. So I just want to thank you guys for sticking with us um, throughout 2016. Um, if you like what we've done here, um, obviously you can subscribe to the podcast um, and keep listening to us. Uh, please do that, and also if you really enjoy what we do and what we do with Nintendo World Report, we are also on Patreon. Um, So you can um, send us a little bit of money and you get a uh, Patreon podcast. Uh, So it's an extra podcast where people from Nintendo World Report talk about uh, games every month. Uh, So if you're interested in that, there is that for you. Um, So yeah, that's our episode. Uh, Any last thoughts from anyone before we get off here? Uh, I just want to say you're very
2: professional at the end. Because I would have forgotten to say all of that important
3: stuff. And I've been hosting for like the last three or four episodes <laughs> on and I've completely forgotten to plug that <laughs> no, into so you. You're already doing a better Bye. job than I am. Uh,
0: no, I, I wrote it down, because otherwise I would have forgot to. Uh, so so that's why. So I guess I, I write things down, maybe you guys don't, but that's that's, I don't. The, that's why you're the adult. That's the extent of my uh, responsibility. All right, so uh, I guess that does it for us. Uh, thanks, and goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.